Hey, it's Jay here from The Dive Table, and we're really excited about our dive clubs. And if you enjoy the show, we would ask you to become a sponsor and join one of our exclusive, all-inclusive clubs. There are three of them. The first one we're calling the Caffeine Pusher Club. This is really to buy Nick a coffee to keep his brain moving and to make sure that the content doesn't stink. The second club is our Tank Monkey Club, and this is to fill our tanks so that we keep on breathing underwater, which is important. And the final club is our High Roller Club, which is really buying us a couple tacos and keeping Nick and I living the high life. So if you enjoy the show and you're considered becoming a sponsor, go to thedivetable.com and click on Join a Dive Club in the upper right corner. Or you can go to patreon.com backslash the dive table. Thank you to all of you that are considering this and thank you to all of our current patrons today. Welcome to the dive table. I'm Jay Gardner and with me as always is Nick Hogel. Nick, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. It's uh Another beautiful day out there in Scuba World. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, in the Scuba neighborhood. I know, right? I need to change my shoes real quick. <laughs> you're, you're not wearing the proper sweater, I think. I am um, not. I'm not wearing the proper sweater, and I need my house shoes. <laughs> and uh, producer Daniel is here as well, which must mean we're recording another episode of the show. So we're happy you've chosen to uh, pull up a chair at our table, and we hope you take something away from today's show. A podcast for scuba divers everywhere. Take your seat at the dive table with your hosts, Nick Hogel and Jay Gardner. All right, Nick. So I have a big question for you today. Uh, for today's episode, will you be my buddy? <laughs> always, 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 always. We're more than buddy. We're more than buddy. More than buddy. We're we're uh, well. We're okay, I'm not going there. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so almost from day one of your scuba journey, I would even say probably on day one, um, you start to hear this term, dive buddy. And it's used to describe the person that you're going to perform your pre-dive safety checks with or buddy checks in some agencies and with whom you have now been paired up for your open water class to be diving with. It's now your your buddy, your your pal. And of course, at the, the time... Uh, I was going to say, I don't know what is more scary, your first buddy on your open water class or your first buddy on your first open water dive <laughs> it's, it's gonna be quite scary it's probably it's probably your first open water because <laughs> you, you know you don't know what you don't know in your open water class but your first dive outside of class like maybe you know something i don't know but at, at the time you have no clue what the heck that means right outside of this like likely random person standing across from you with their octo in their mouth repeating you know bruce willis rules all films or <laughs> ruins all films whatever so for this episode we wanted to tackle the question what's the deal with dive buddies and we want to look at the good the bad the ugly of this topic and share our opinions our stories our experiences and having dove with 
lots of dive buddies over the years collectively. So you ready to to jump into this uh, this topic here, Nick? Oh, let's giant stride right into this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Giant stride. You know, it's funny. I was I was uh, with my kids today in the pool, and I taught my seven year old the giant stride into the pool. No, yeah. <laughs> no uh, fins, no mass, nothing. Just like, do you want to? She's like, how do scuba divers get in the water? I'm like, I'm not teaching her the back roll. We're we're doing the giant stride right right into the side of the pool, and she loved it. She did great. She had a lot of fun. I actually, All right. there, there's a couple times where I will, uh, I'll pretend to just fall in. Like if I'm going off of a dock, I'm like, check, ah! just fall right in. <laughs> One of my favorite. You're that guy? The accident. Yeah, the, the accident prone guy. Awesome. Well, let's start today's episode with a big question. I think the most important question, first and foremost, is how do you define dive buddy? I mean, are there different types of dive buddies? What makes them a buddy? Are there people who you dive with on a dive who aren't your dive buddy? <laughs> who aren't your buddy? Um, so how do you define dive buddy is the first real question here. I guess it depends in what situation I'm in um, because there's definitely like the designated buddy. Um, like I show up to a boat. I don't know anybody, and they're like, that's your dive buddy. I'm like, okay. Um, that is where I give the quickest interview I've ever given in my life, <laughs> depending on how, how fast we are getting to the dive site. Um, or sometimes I, I literally have been in situations where it's like, hey, there's four of us going uh, on a dive. You know, there's four of us in this group. Like, there's no designated buddies, but you're still looking around like, these are my buddies. <laughs> if something goes wrong, these are the people that are going to help me out. Or in the same sense, if something goes right, if something goes amazing, these are the people that I get to share my experience with. So um, at the end of the day, I would feel like it's just something, whether it be good or bad, that some, some, somebody that you share an experience with. Um, but hopefully they're there to check you. You're there to check them. But I've definitely been in both situations where we're like, hey, let's do a full buddy check or, hey, nice to meet you, flash. So, right, uh, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have an example of your, your two-minute interview? Oh, um, well, the first thing, you know, like, granted, I, I size people up. I think I've talked about this before in, in previous shows where first thing I'm doing is looking at their gear. You know, like, um, I, I, I hate to say that and i hate to size people up in that sense but it's like are they pulling tags off on the boat jump ready to jump <laughs> in the water do they have the uh the the buoy knife on their thigh just ready to attack um you know so i'll kind of look at that you know like like i'll size them up and i hate to say that but i'll, I'll just not size them up is not the right word but i'll just i'll i'll okay get a visual aspect of this person and then i start to talk to him like hey you know what's your name this is you know my name's my name's bob you lie about your name no no i'll always <laughs> give him a name i'll always be like hey what's up i'm nick how you doing um and then i'll ask him i'll be like uh you know like you out here diving cool like how long have you been diving is usually my first go-to question um, oh, that's awesome. Like, when was the last time you've been diving? 
Um, you know, like if you don't mind me asking what level of what what's your certification level? You know, and, and you've heard me before. Um, I, I won't always give my people or my people, I won't always give people my actual certification rank. I'll just tell them like, oh, I'm a I'm an advanced open water diver or maybe I'll throw out the rescue, you know. Um, depending on how I gauge them, is maybe it'll make them feel more comfortable if I'm a rescue. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, and then I'll just start talking to them. Like, you know, usually it's like, oh, I'm, I'm from here. Uh, where are you from? What kind of diving do you usually do? Um, you know, but I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I feel four times out of five, if you just kind of look at somebody's gear, you can kind of tell the type of diver they are. And I hate to say that. I'm not trying to, you know, judge a book by its cover, but I do feel that you can tell a lot by that. It's an indicator for sure. For sure. It's an indicator. Like, um, for yeah. example, if you, if you, yeah, I think ripping, ripping tags off of new gear may or may not be a sign for me because that might be, you just, gotten some new stuff and and you want to try it out but i think there's indication like for me like you said the buoy knife or like there's 17 things clipped to seven different d-rings you know, like hanging everywhere 17 um, things to one know. d-ring <laughs> yeah 17 things to one d-ring or the, there's certainly an indication but for me like when i think about the question how do you define die buddy i, I think similar to you I kind of see it as like four levels of of things that might happen, right? There's one which is the insta buddy, which is exactly what you're talking about. Like, I know nobody, and now like you, you know, you're, yeah. you and you are together. Nice. To and meet sometimes you. that's a scary. Like, it's it goes back to like when you were in um, you know middle school or whatever, and and the teachers putting together groups, and you're like you know trying to squeeze your way towards one or the other so that you don't get pointed out as that, that group or, or it goes back to like the playground, like, you know, picking sides for the, for the pickup game, <laughs> like, you know, like pick you, pick you. You're like, you back in that mindset with the Insta buddy, but there's the Insta buddy, which I think everybody's experienced at some point in your diving career. If you haven't already, um, you will likely experience the Insta buddy uh, phenomenon at some point. So that's one definition I think there's a level one buddy, which is kind of like the casual dive with them a few times. You're kind of feeling it out, you know, um, maybe they're local or, or maybe it's, you know, multiple days of diving off the same boat and you're feeling that out. It's kind of that casual level one buddy. There's the level two buddy for me, which is you dive with them regularly. Um, you're kind of aligning procedures and expectations at this point. Um, you're figuring out whether or not this is a good fit, but it's more of a regular thing. And then for me, there's the fourth level, which is the highest level of buddy, which is what I would call team. Like you're training with these people, you're, you, you will travel with them. Like you're willing to get in the water wherever in the world with them. Um, that's your team. And so like for me, those four layers of buddies, quote unquote, um, of, of dive you know, team members – that helps me sort it out when I'm diving with somebody like, is this my Insta buddy? And I think in some ways, and we'll talk about this, I think later in some ways, which level you're at defines how I'm probably going to approach diving with that person. So like if I'm diving with an Insta buddy, I'm 
you know, really focused on, in some ways, my own self-awareness of my safety, because I'm not sure what, what protocols that person is going to have if I get in, into trouble, right? So I'm, I'm probably way more cautious with an Insta buddy. I mean, I'm always cautious and, and safe, but probably more aware of my own safety with an Insta buddy. I'm also probably on a higher alert for them. And, you know, in case something goes wrong for them or, or actions that I'm going to need to take. So it's, it's a lot more task loading in, in the case of an Insta buddy versus level four for me, the team side of things, you know, I, I'm comfortable. Like when you and I dive together, I'd consider you team. Like I'll, I'll get in the water with you anywhere. Um, when you and I get in the water together, I'm not necessarily task loading whether you're going to be okay. Like I'm still thinking about safety. I'm still, you know, thinking about making sure that I'm doing my checks with you and things like that. But I'm not like task loading a massive amount of awareness towards you versus an Insta buddy. I'm really, really putting some focus on this person, at least the first two or three times you're in the water with them. And then maybe they're moving up to level one or something like that. But for me, that's the way that I make sense of what a dive buddy is. And I think I've experienced all four of those and probably will continue to experience all four. Uh, but to me, team is is where I'm we're, we're aligned on our procedures, expectations, on our skill. Um, I'm willing to get in the water with you anywhere in the world at any time um, versus the casual buddy. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. And I have both of those in, in my life right now. Well, and, and actually, I, I like the, uh, the way that you put it out there, the levels of um, diving buddies. Uh, because, yeah, at, at the end of the day, like, you're always going to be self-aware no matter one through four, one through four. Um, but it is nice to have that four as opposed to that one, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and honestly, this kind of goes back to um, sometimes why I don't necessarily uh, advertise like, hey, um, I'm an instructor on a dive boat because then people... I don't want to say people will gravitate like like uh, newer divers will gravitate towards that. Like, oh, I'll be safer with that individual. You know, it's like, no, you're <laughs> a certified diver. You should have learned how to dive and be fine on your own. You shouldn't need to be unless you're, you know, depending on what agency you're from. Um, but if you're a scuba diver, then and we're on a boat randomly. You should be if you're a scuba diver in, in the paddy sense, you should be. Um, under the supervision of a professional, not just some random person that you met on the boat. Um, right. But at the same time, like, that's why sometimes I'll go and it's because, like, hey, like, I I don't want you to think that, and this is kind of that insta-buddy standard, not people that know me. If you know me, then it's like, yeah, you know you can depend on me because you know. But if you're an insta-buddy, like, don't just, depend on a stranger depend on yourself depend on on your skills not you know oh i hope this random individual that i just met is gonna be there for me in case of a random situation obviously that's what we're you're you're taught but at the same time you know i'm i'm taught a lot of different things that don't actually go the way that they're supposed to go you know so but no i do i do like that level 
Yeah, it's and it's funny too because sometimes you can look at them as like sometimes people call in in instruction. Um, you know, I, we just need some swimming meat in the water, <laughs> like some some faux students or whatever it would be uh, to to get this done. But there's also the equivalent in your buddy side of things, which is like you're just a swimming tank. Like, yeah. like that's all you are for me. You're a backup gas. Like the the only thing that's gonna happen is I'm gonna run to you and I'm gonna pull your you know, your your secondary out of your out of your mouth if I need gas. You know what I mean? Or or yeah. I'm sorry, your secondary if you're if you're running you know, an octo or I'm going to pull your primary if you're running along those because you're just a swimming backup gas at this point. I'm not going to trust you to like, I'm not going to signal to you and give the out of air. Hey, like I need gas. Cause you, you might look at me and be like, yeah, well, it was cool too. Or like, where's the fish? Like you, <laughs> there's a, there's a throat fish around here. Like, what do you mean? Like, um, and so like, sometimes you approach it as that. Uh, and sometimes you like what you say in the pro world, you know, when you're diving as an instructor, Oftentimes, a lot of those instructors, and I know you feel this way, I know I felt this way, are solo diving in some ways because yeah, you you no. can't trust the student to to then you know take care of you. You you've got to really take care of yourself. The other thing about I think that's interesting about when you talk about mentioning your level, you know, whether you're an instructor or not on a boat, is sometimes it's not even the other divers on the boat; it's the other pros. Be like, oh well, <laughs> you know, here's here's the you know here's the instructor. Let's pair this like what looks to be a train wreck up with him, so, so then I don't have to do my job as bad. Like it, it'll relieve me of some of the pressure or task loading. So I get why some people might think that's dishonest. I get why you would say, you know, and and I've been in the same boat where like, what oh what what level are you in? Oh, I'm I'm just in you know a patty advanced a, diver. Like that's okay. <laughs> That gets me on the boat, right? Like that's all I need to. That's all I need to say. And then, oh, like, I need to go deeper than sixty feet. I'm an advanced open water diver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I want to go see this. Some boats they do say like, oh, you got to show your advanced card. Yeah. But um, but I'm certainly not walking in there with you know handing them a, a dive master or instructor credential and being like, yeah. So which boat should I be on? You know, because there's you just from a professional standpoint, there is a chance and I've seen this before where you might get put in a position where you're there for fun diving or vacation diving and you get put to work even without like knowing that you're being put to work. Right. And that's it, not fair. It, it happens far too often. Um, just because it's, it's a, uh, and I'm not saying everywhere. I, I, I've definitely seen it though, because it's, um, I've, I've just seen it where it's like, oh, okay, you know, I'm on a boat, like some places it's like, oh, you know, this, this dive guide's on a boat with five new divers, you know, and they're a train wreck, you know, and then he sees that, uh, oh, you're an instructor, really? Um, it's it's going to help him. And at that point, you know, it, me being me, like if I am on that same boat and we're about to go dive then yeah i get it i'll you know i'll but it's like don't put me to work but i'm i'm not gonna like i because i i mean we've all been there oh not we all but pros have been there where it's like oh i'm in i'm in the water with just like four or five just people that probably shouldn't be here right now and um <laughs> i'm having many heart attacks like every 30 seconds you know trying to figure out like oh, okay we need to figure this out we need to figure this out so if you have that other professional to help you, then it, it, it is nice, you know? 
sure. But at the same time, like, you just show up, you know, you're the dive guide and you show up hungover because you've been out partying until three in the morning. That's not my fault. <laughs> and right, that happens right. you should be... far often too much. Yeah, that's that's to me. That's I'm avoiding that person on the boat too. Yeah. The the dive guide that that's not actually treating their job as professional. Yeah. Like that's not someone. But I think too, like the other piece of what you're saying is, you, you don't ever turn it off if you're in the water oh. and you see something. It's not turned off. I think it's it's more or less like, do I want to take on the responsibility overtly? Because you're still taking it on. Yeah just mentally no matter what right you can't turn that off but it's it's like you should you should have a standard line when someone says that like to you and be like well, what percentage of tips are you gonna gonna hand me back <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll help you out for 50 percent of your tips for the weekend or whatever like you put me to work or or uh you know whatever it'd be well and, and, good I, I mean i think oh go ahead sorry i don't know i was gonna say and in and, and the same note too like i think one um aspect of when i first learned to dive um that's why why i really credit the shop that i learned from is and and maybe this was kind of things more uh the, like other courses that i've taken in my past um where they basically lay it out on the line like don't count on anybody but yourself especially as an open water diver like like be self-sufficient yeah that other person is there but know your role, the rock, you know, <laughs> WWF. No, nobody out there. Um, but no, like, honestly, no. like just, it's, it's, um, just know like how to take care of yourself. You know, like I, I, uh, years and years and years ago, I took a, um, it was basically like a, a winter survival course when I was living in Colorado and, you know, our, our final was we had to go out into the mountains of Colorado in the middle of winter, build a snow cave and stay there for three days. Granted, there was the class with the instructor. You know, it wasn't just like, hey, I'll see you in three days <laughs> like later. Um, it wasn't into the wild or anything like that. But um, she flat out said, like, take care of yourself before you could take care of like make sure yourself is safe before you even tend to somebody else and that's something that they do promote and teach when you're learning scuba and that was like one thing that I took on so I'm like okay if I know myself is good no matter what buddy I have I feel I'll be good but that's not always the case but that, that's something that I always did feel going into it so maybe that's why I'm a little bit more comfortable with the insta buddies but yeah well, I mean, I think I think the key in some ways for me is the the team, if you if you dive on a team, like I dive with a team, the team is your backup gas and your backup gear and your backup brain. But the the active word there is backup. It's not like your uh your primary <laughs> brain and your primary gas and your primary gear or even like you know, your, your, uh, Oh, I'll catch all the things that you're doing wrong. You know, it's not your scuba police or your insurance policy. Really the team is there to be the backup. The first piece of, of diving in general, no matter who you're diving with is for yourself to be squared away. Um, and I think that leads to a, a second question here is, 
is kind of what makes a, a good dive buddy. And again, we're getting into these, you know, qualifications of good and bad, but I think like, what are some things that make, can make a good dive buddy? If you want to be a good dive buddy or a good teammate versus what makes a bad teammate or a bad dive buddy. I think that we can get into a little discussion here about the qualities of, of those things that are, are positive or, or good or, or negative or bad. And how do you see those on a boat? Like how do you, when you're getting into the Insta buddy, we already talked a little bit about checking out gear, but when you're maybe in that level one, level two diver, dive buddy, dive team, where you're feeling it out, what are some of the things that you look for or that would say, this is a, a good, me being a good buddy, or, or what are some of the things that, that you try to do that that are being a good buddy or a good teammate to somebody else? What are some of the, the good and bad attributes, I guess, what I'm getting at that we can we can discuss around that. Um, one of the things that I usually like to see, and, and I tend to do this myself, especially um, meeting new dive buddies, um, I'll ask them what their buddy check is. And to, so, something for me, too, is if I just met you and then you're asking me that. You know, you're like, hey, let's let's go through this buddy check. I'm not going to feel weird about going through this buddy check because there's always that, you know, we, we hop on the boat and then there's like, oh, okay, I, 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 I don't want to feel out of place here. I don't want to speak out of place, but um, I need to go through a buddy check. And then having somebody look at me and be like, hey, let's go through a buddy check. Um, whether it be, you know, I, I learned the two different ways, um, the, uh, the, the paddy way, the SSI way, um, which they're they're all different ways. I know the the patty way is the B W R A F, um, which I need to throw this out there. We used to say I used to say Bruce Willis ruins all films, but in light of recent news, I feel like I need to change that um, just because you know self awareness. Um, but uh, just just having that person go through a buddy some sort of check with me, like hey, let's go through this checklist. Um, even if you're in open water, like I love, love, love to see that when someone's like, Hey, um, if they weren't going to ask me, I was going to ask them like, Hey, let's just go through a really quick check on, on all this basic stuff to make sure we're good to go. Um, that's huge. And, and so to me, it's, it's being that good Insta buddy is, I, I don't want to say being overcautious, but being overcautious at the same time, like, Hey, let me just make sure. I mean, you know, there's definitely being extremely overcautious. We don't want that person. But at the same time, why not? You know, they're just making sure everything's good to go. It's like, hey, let's check our air. Let's check our pressure gauge. You know, let's check, you know, go through this basic check to make sure we're good to go before we get into the water. So that way, once I get into the water, I can get into a dive. And then, um, and, and to me, that leads into the second thing, which is safety. Um, if I know that person's going through the checks, then I know that they're being safe. And that's a huge, huge thing to me. Um, and then, you know, you got to have the fashionable dive gear, you know, to be a good dive. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. But being safe and then just, you know, the, the buddy check. Uh, what about you? Yeah. Um, so I agree. I think I think the, the pre-dive check is one thing that I think – sometimes gets overlooked the more experienced maybe uh, there's maybe an in-between that always talk about in aviation that 
the scariest pilot is the one that's in between. You have enough confidence um, in in landing the plane, taking off and flying the plane uh, that that maybe you start to get a little lazy on the safety side of things. And then there's a kickover when you're really experienced and safe that you're always doing those things. And so there's probably this in between that's true, a parallel in scuba that I've seen a lot of people not do those checks. And I think that's a mistake in my opinion. I think that um, for me, yeah, the pre-dive check uh, is so important. And I think, like you said, there's lots of versions of these when we're doing team diving, we, we use an acronym called GLAD, um, G-L-A and then five Ds. So um, that just is Glad- like the goal. Yeah. GLAD. Yeah, yeah. You get to <laughs> do your Ds a bunch. But like what Gs, what's the goal of the dive? L is who's the leader or what's the team positioning, right? A is air or, or gas requirements, um, turn pressure, rock bottom, what we call rock bottom in our tanks, which is really the, the minimum amount of gas needed to take two divers to the surface in, in an emergency. And then the five Ds are depth, duration, deco obligations, um, direction, and distance. And, you know, the, this is a way that we align as a team prior to whatever dive we're going on. And even if it's a team training dive um, that we're doing, you know, on a weeknight or something that we've done before, we'll, we'll do a glad check. Um, but what's interesting is whatever version of that you do, it is that it's done, right? And that that somebody is approaching you to be a good buddy or team member. I need to make sure that I'm doing that right for my team member or for my buddy. And I also think somebody to be a good team member back needs to be doing that for me. Um, and so maybe you're thinking out there too, if you're out there in in scuba land and you're going, well, yeah, I have a way of doing this. But when I get on a boat with an Insta buddy, how do I talk about this stuff? Well, I think, you know, the way I do it is usually in in just kind of a conversation, right? Like, hey, so what's your goal for this dive that we're about to do? You know, what what do you want to experience? Oh, I want to, you know, get the perfect picture of this reef or I don't know. I've never been here before. I just want to see what's what's underneath that. Well, great. Do you want to, you want me to follow you? You want me to follow you know, you want to follow me or how do you want to kind of set up how we're staying together? Right. That's just the leader portion of it. And then it's like, Oh, Hey, for, for gas, like, do you mind if we, you know, turn around at whatever in my mind I've calculated as, as rock bottom. Hey, is it cool if we, you know, thumb the dive or, or whatever at this. And is it cool if we turn at this pressure with you? Yeah, that's cool with me. Great. Okay. Um, And then the other D's, you know, depth duration, you know, deco obligations really, you know, you can deal with a lot of stuff saying, well, well, you know, it sounds like we're going to go to 60 feet. Hey, do you mind if we spend a few more minutes coming up? I prefer that, you know, um, instead of doing just the 15 minute or 15 foot, three minute stop, do you mind if we take a few more minutes coming up? Now that's for me, like doing Mindico procedures for me. Right. And so there's ways to just do this stuff without going like, all right, let's do a glad check. You know, like let's do it. Let's do a safety check. Let's do a, a bubble check. Let's do a, you know, you can, this can be much more conversational with the Insta buddy um, than it has to be rigid. What's nice when you get to the team level is everybody is already aligned on that. Whatever that pre-dive check is, whatever that pre-dive sequence is, then you, you're already aligned. Everyone has that expectation. You just go through it. 
Um, but if you're in the InstaBuddy situation, I think it's on me. That's how I feel. It's on me to have that conversation, to talk about the dive, to talk about safety of the dive, to talk about gear, to catch. You know, I've caught in those on a random dive boat, you know, air not being on. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of critical. So it's not to say that that person's bad. It's just whatever. They forgot for that moment. Had we not gone through a check, that air would have been off when they got in the water. And that's a problem, obviously, in some ways, right? Um, you know, hopefully they can, you know, reach back behind and turn it on, which, by the way, there's a really cool trick. I don't know if you're out there on doubles or even in a single tank, um, if if you need to turn your arm. A lot of people reach, you know, out their arm to the, out to the, to the side and then try to bend their arm and get to it. It's really hard that way. If instead you just reach your hand straight out in front of you and bend your elbow back, right? Um, again, if you're listening to this, it's probably hard to imagine. Um, if you're watching, this is a little bit different, but it makes it a lot easier to get to that valve, like if with your left hand to get to that that valve if you're in a single tank. Um, and you don't have to like bend your head way down or whatever. I mean, you can kind of get to it that way. It was a nice little trick I picked up uh, a few weeks ago that I was like, oh yeah. Um, yeah, instead of reaching around to the side, it makes it really hard. Just straight out in front, bend your arm and and go for it. It's a lot easier. But anyway, the air was off. Or you catch little things like, hey, uh, you know, where is your secondary? If I needed air, where is it? And oh, oh, whoops. <laughs> like it's in my pocket. Oh, maybe let's pick that out of your pocket and put it somewhere else in case I need to get to it or um, those sorts of things. So I agree with you 100%. I probably went on a whole way too long on on this whole thing. But but number one of being a good teammate is safety and the first primary thing in the safety is the pre-dive check and if if you're want to be a good buddy or you want to evaluate whether or not somebody else is a good team member or buddy to you the pre-dive safety check is is kind of prima facie it's kind of the most important or one of the most important the first most important thing in that um yeah i totally agree with you sorry long-winded on no that no, one, no no you're I'm totally good about it and as well. um and what's what's nice about it too is that the further you get into diving, um, there's even more checks. Like, oh, we're in the water, let's do other sorts of checks. You know, like to have that dive buddy to be like, hey, let's let's go through um, the the estril or the the bubble check or whatever you want to call it, whatever agency you're from. Um, I know I I really dig that, and um, it all becomes and that goes back into saying like why. Sometimes I do like to throw myself out there as a newer diver because then I can be like, man, I forgot what these checks are. Can you, like, remind me? Oh, no, like, let's go through them together, you know, because then it doesn't make the other person feel weird, you know, like, oh, you should know this. Let me point my finger at you. It's like, no, let's just we're both comfortable. We're both here. We're both hanging out. Let's just go through these checks. Um, and one thing, like, especially in scuba, I always say like, you have to be vocal. Nobody can read your mind. If you're feeling anxious about something, talk about it. If you're feeling weird or overly confident about something, talk about it because then things can get caught before, like you said, you jump in the water and didn't turn your air on, you know, like, Oh, like the last thing I want to do, I like one of the things I always talk about in my open water classes is, um, why we go through buddy checks. So, like weights, perfect example. 
You don't want to be the person that's stuck up at the surface while all your buddies are down at depth having a good time and you have to reach up to the boat to get more weights because you didn't put your weights. You know, so it's <laughs> always things like always go through some sort of check. Um, and, and, and I know uh, um, I did some, I haven't quite finished it yet. I need to finish it. But uh, Gareth Locke, the human diver, um, he's even an advocate for the written checklist. Like, let's bring a written checklist and actually check it off. And he says, why do we do this? It slows things down. That's why we do this, because it slows things down and nobody misses anything. So I think yep. that's huge, huge. And, and if anything, it's only going to make you a better buddy. So be that buddy. Yep. Be my buddy. Okay. <laughs> be, be your buddy. Yeah. And, and one way that I do that, the written side of things, is just in, a, in a, my wet notes. I mean, wet notes are not crazy expensive. They're cheap to get. DGX, um, and super cheap. DJ, yeah, Dive Gear Express uh, is a great shout way to get them. Monster. I mean, yeah, shout, shout, I wish. I, uh, I, maybe if they sponsored us, I would only get the money back that I've spent there <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Break even at this point, but I love them. But yeah, grab some wet notes. Like I, I write down glad in the wet notes. I actually write down and have it tucked away in my wet notes our pre-dive sequence, right? And so it's always there in my right pocket. I always can grab it, um, you know, pre-dive and, and it, I'm good to go. It's so simple to, to do this stuff. It's not complex and like bringing your, you know, big patty book, open water course book out to remember what these things stand for. It's, you know, write it down or, or print it out on a piece of paper and laminate it and throw it in your, your gearbox, you know, or, or your, your kit bag. Um, these things are, are simple and I think they're critical. So that's a good, that's a good quality. I think safety, another quality for me, um, that makes a, a good dive team person or a dive buddy, um, I think is someone that has some situational awareness. So I'll give a, a quick story in my open water class, very, very first class. It was on our fourth checkout dive right so it's kind of like, like the training wheels are a little bit um coming off um and so you're in their fourth one you feel comfortable you feel like okay i can i can uh, you know i know what my bc does i know how to get below the water and we went on kind of our final checkout dive and i randomly got paired up in this last dive with a different um dive buddy and so anyways, this dive buddy um, was a younger fellow, uh, a younger guy, and he was married to his dive computer, right? He was all of a sudden married to it. And I mean, the visibility was bad. So he had this thing like a foot from his face and that's all he was looking at was his computer, right? All he's looking at is his computer. And uh, and he lost me. You know, we were going along. The last thing I saw of him, he took some random turn, was the back of his fins going off into a big, uh, you know, pile of silt. And so there he went. He's gone. I thought, all right, I'll kick through the silt and see if I can find him. Kick through it. 
He's gone. The dive master we with was gone. And I'm all alone sitting around, uh, you know, trying to, uh, to, to find my way back to wherever we were. So anyway, long story short, when I finally come back to the surface, and this was a good learning experience for me in this first one, because in very first open water class, I'm lost, not lost in terms of I don't know where I am, but I've lost my dive buddy. The training says, okay, the, the protocol is to come back to the surface, reunite on the surface, search for a minute, and then reunite on the surface. So I search for a minute, probably a little over a minute, and I come to the surface and my computer starts buzzing. Hey, take your safety stop, take your safety stop. And again, you have competing messages now in my head. One is reunite with your buddy up on the surface. Two is safe divers follow their computer, right? This is the, the competing things in my head. And so I made the decision to, to stop, right? To take my safety stop because I want to be a safe diver. That's what I'm aspiring to. Again, fourth dive ever. So this is, you know, no experience. Uh, so I take my stop uh, for three minutes. My computer says I'm clear. I come up to the surface. Uh, there's the dive master. I'm like, hey, buddy, you know, it's like, oh, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And in this circumstance, I'm not going to name names, but I got chewed out pretty hardcore by a, by someone I didn't know who it was at the time, but turns out to be, you know, the the course director. Um, I got chewed out immediately. Not asked, you know, hey, uh, are you okay? Not asked, hey, what happened? Just like immediately chewed out. The, the point of this whole story <laughs> is, and I felt terrible. Like I was ready to quit at that moment. I'm glad I didn't, but... That's how I felt. It was like, I'm a grown man getting yelled at. Uh, and I didn't even know what I did wrong here. Um, the point is that that buddy had no situational awareness. The only awareness that buddy that I had at that time had was to his dive computer for whatever reason. And so that leads to a cascading kind of, uh, what, we've, what we've called an incident pit, right? What leads to that is a lack of situational awareness for your dive team or for your buddy. And so for me, a good dive team member or a good dive buddy is someone who has that situational awareness dialed in that is aware of where I am and aware of what I'm doing and aware of their position in relation to me um, and is asking me, hey, how much gas do you have, right, at those five-minute checks is is – doing that diligence um, to their awareness. To me, that's being a good good buddy and a, a good team member. A bad team member is like, all I'm worried about is me. Um, all I'm worried about is, you know, oh, um, is getting that picture of the fish that I want, right? I think that those things can lead to, to bad situations. Um, and so another good attribute is to have uh, good diligence in your awareness of your of your dive team or your dive buddy. No, I I definitely one hundred percent agree with the situational awareness. Um, no, I I am huge huge, uh, especially when I'm teaching my classes, is situational awareness, like not just yourself, but all around you. You know. Um, your dive buddy but not even your dive buddy like the area around you like don't come up on you know i one thing um huge that i always say is 
whatever direction you're going in, look. You know, if you're going down, look down. If you're going up, look up. You know, and and sometimes it's hard for um, newer students because you're teaching them so much. You know, um, I know I'm gonna hit a point where, you know, I know that there's shops out there where they're like, oh, we'll we'll teach you open water scuba in three days. Oh, we'll teach you open water scuba in two days. And I'm like, no, I'll teach you open water scuba in five days. <laughs> Two weeks, like, yeah, two yeah, weeks. Like, yeah, like, let's let's go through it all and make you a safer diver. Um, and just just to be, a, like, absolutely situational awareness. Um, but to kind of touch on what you were saying, um, even me as a – I remember being a newer diver, um, you get drilled, like, safety stops safety stop safety stop like no matter what you do your safety stop you get drilled into your head to do that and um it there is that like fine line like oh i need to do my safety stop and um i i i've had situations where i'm like man i lost my buddy but i'm down here i need to do a safety stop like what's going on um and definitely one thing that helped me uh, was the, it goes back to the, the not even pre-dive safety check, but the dive plan. Um, one of my favorite shirts that I have right now, it's been a saying for a long time, but is a shirt that actually uh, Mr. Jay Gardner got for me. It says, plan your dive, dive your plan. And in part of planning your dive, you talk to your team, you talk to individuals that you're going to dive with and one of them is lost buddy procedures it's 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 huge like hey you know let's what do we do like are we going to go to the surface are we going to rendezvous at this point or we going to do you know this or that and um i'm not going to lie because I, i as an instructor i've definitely run into situations like that where um i felt like i wasn't clear enough so i'm like okay we're planning the dive, like talk about what you're doing, like let's figure it out. Um, but no, I've definitely been in that situation where I'm like, I don't know what to do. Um, I'm, I have this drilled into my head, um, but I lost my buddy. What should I do? Um, so no, I, I feel for you on that story, man. Like just because. Yeah, that was a big one. No, it's huge, man. It's it's really huge, and and um, that that's why you know. I'm about to bring my soapbox out right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I I think that I know. I think that um, classes should be longer than they are. Um, And that's, you know, kind of my, I I think you're at the mercy of where you're working, um, which I get not even where you're working. I, I take that back. That's the wrong way to put it, but you're at the mercy of how things are conducted um, in your area, because uh, it could be drastically different for everybody. You know, I'm I'm not trying to set judgment on anybody. Um, I just know, like, when I go and finally open up my own training facility, it will happen. It's going to be called the Dive Table Scuba Shop. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, um, let's do it. Um, but it's going to be like, hey, like you, if you want to take this course, this is minimum yeah i know it's open water go to that two-day shop you'll get your certification nice to meet you bye but at the same time it's like 
I would love to teach you, I don't want to say the right way, but a more appropriate way, if that makes sense. Like, like, cause I, I'm never going to tell anybody this is the right way to do things. It's just, there's a better way to do things. So let's, why not be better as opposed to, um, the bare minimum. Nobody wants, to well, I guess some people want the bare minimum. So. Sorry. Yeah, I'll I, bring I back agree. my soapbox. Yeah, well, we we, could, we should do a whole episode on this because I it it could take another hour just to discuss what you just said because, uh, and just so you know, I'm in full agreement. I mean, uh, I think there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, well, I agree with that too. That would be awesome. But uh, but just remember to make a million dollar uh, you know dive <laughs> shop. We got to start with two million. So once we get that number, we'll be. Good. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I want to make kind of like the same million. thing with the podcast. You want to make, make a million dollar million podcast. Dollars. The yeah. million dollar scuba shop. So we need to start with four today. <laughs> start with four. Yeah, just just start with double. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I agree. I mean, I think, I, I think that's a whole nother episode. But in short, I agree, and I think we go too fast for bad reasons. Is maybe the the best way to sum up my feelings on it. Um, you know, yes, we need to balance between. There, this is a business, and so thoroughput is important. But we, you know, the trade-off calculus between the quality of the training versus the quantity of numbers that we put through, those two things are 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 needing to be balanced out. And I think that they're imbalanced in a lot of. I won't say all. There's no way to say all. And I think there are people out there doing it in this way that that um, I admire and I think are, are good, but you know, there's a market for people that go, Oh, I, Oh, I'm going on a vacation and in a week or two weeks and scuba sounded fun. Oh, I need to get a certification. Let me go. You know, I could get this done in a couple of days or while, so I don't have to do it while I'm at the resort. To me, that's, you know, there's a market for that. And so there's always going to be somebody that's willing to meet, that quote unquote need. But I think if you're in that position where you've procrastinated that much <laughs> or it's just popped up overnight, um, I think that some communication about the the inherent risks of diving, it's not the same thing as, you know, putting a snorkel in your mouth, um, is important. So anyway, I probably we could we could derail this whole thing into that and uh we need to do a whole another episode on that that topic and and maybe the dive industry in general how we see it um but in short i agree and i think those trade-offs are out of whack well this still kind of goes hand in hand with topic of this conversation is um i hate to break it to you but if you took that two-day course you're probably not gonna be a great dive buddy you know, like you're probably not going to be the person that I'm looking to in a drastic situation. Um, not always the case because there's there's those two day courses that I've seen that leads people into a journey into scuba where they're trying to figure out and, and train and, and do everything under the sun. Um, but those two day courses, I'm, I'm going to bring it back to um you're you're not gonna be like the best dive buddy. So just yeah, if that if that's all you've done, 
Yeah. Yeah. Pro- probably not. Your, right. Um, best dive buddy you're going to be for is the fish. You're going to be. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're just swimming. Bad. You're just a swimming backup tank at this point. <laughs> like you won't even see me coming. I, I'm just going to grab you and, and there's my second tank hey, right let's, there. Let's if I not need talk it. Right. about producer Daniel. Yeah, he's a swimming he's swimming meat, basically a dive master. That's all they, the tank tank monkey and swimming meat. That's all. That's all the no no offense to dive masters out there, but but I do know how that feels um, to be swimming meat and just a tank monkey. We we both lived that life at some point, I'm sure. Well, okay, let's let's maybe close things out with a final question, which is, so we talked about some of the good and the bad and the ugly. We've talked about definitions of what a dive buddy or dive team can be and the levels of that maybe. So how have you yourself developed and built a buddy system? We'll call it that a buddy system, uh, you know, that uh, people that you can you you're willing to dive with. Right. So that, I hear this all the time from divers that like, especially newer divers, maybe even out of the advanced course or whatever it might be. I want to go diving, but, you know, the people that said they'd go with me ghosted me, you know, or, or, you know, it's so hard to find somebody to go diving with. So how have you made friends? How have you cultivated those relationships? Um, and maybe when do you say goodbye, you know, to somebody that maybe you've been diving with and it's time to, to part ways. So this could probably be a whole episode into itself, but, but quickly, how have you built a system for your diving to be able to have people to go diving with that, that you feel like are safe to get in the water with or, or people that you're comfortable getting in the water with? Um, that's a tough one that I feel I'm still figuring out um, just because, you know, kind of like what we've talked about different times um, or, or throughout this, this episode um, on like what I look for in a dive buddy, um, what I look for in myself. Um, I think we, we even had literally a discussion about, uh, solo diving not too long ago. And that was one of the probably biggest reasons was because I was like, I I don't want to depend on somebody else. I want to, I want to be able to figure out how I can do these things myself. Uh, because sometimes, yeah, when I, when I first got into diving, there was times where I'm like, man, I really want to go diving, but I don't have anybody to go with. I, you know, um, went that couple times with that individual um didn't really work out let's face it you know it's it's almost like blind dates you know <laughs> like you're going out with new dive buddies you're like hey let's see if we're compatible we're not okay so let me give it a maybe a couple more times we're not compatible let me try to figure it out so um i just wanted to figure out how to kind of still be able to go out there um but i i feel you know, you meet that, you meet that right dive buddy. It just clicks, you know, <laughs> it's just all the stars are aligned, but no, like you, you meet people that you feel comfortable with. And, um, you know, one, one thing I heard and, and it's not necessarily, um, it, 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 it wasn't from scuba that I heard this. Um, I can't remember where I heard it, but, uh, it, it, it goes back to like, if you look around and you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, you know? So 
like that's who I want to dive with people that I'm like looking up to being the newbie being like hey what can I learn from you not not in a condescend or not in a condescending way that, that, that sounds wrong but not in like a, a weird way but it's just like hey um, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room I, I, I want to be able to learn from you not necessarily I want to feel safe diving with you but um, I want to watch you and make myself better because of just you being you I can learn from you um, so I guess that's like something I look for is you know it, not it, like I said it wasn't the uh, it, it was not the dive industry that I heard that from but it's like if you're if you're the best in the room then you're in the wrong room and that's definitely yeah, you how can, I feel. yeah adapt that if you're if you're if you're the best in the water you're in the wrong team i don't know you're on the wrong boat <laughs> there we go. You're in the wrong water well the ocean is big what are you talking about? yeah you're in the wrong you're in the wrong dive hole no that's yeah, the... <laughs> you know dive, you're, dive you're something's site. going on but i i do i want to dive with um people that can teach me something and um i i don't want to uh, disregard any of the people that can't teach me something because I also want to be able to teach that person something, you know. But if it's a constant, then it does become a little bit of a. If if I'm in a class setting, that's one thing. But if we're just fun diving and I still feel that I need to take care of you, then you're not my buddy at that point. You know, you're you're not. It's like. You're my liability. That's what I mean. Yeah, no, and, and I, I hate to say it that way, but it's true. You know, it's like, it, 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 it you know, don't be my liability. <laughs> like, be, my, be my equal, you know, and, and don't put my Dan insurance to the test. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pay too much for that shit. Yeah, exactly. But well, I yeah, guess, I think for me, no, I make sense. I mean, I think for me, how have I made friends? I mean, I think. It's putting yourself out there and and saying like, hey, you know, getting on a text chain with people uh, or, hey, here's my number. Give me a call. Um, I think, you know, being open and saying, you know, hey, here's who I am. Here's what I, I'm trying to do is I want to dive more and here's my availability or whatever it is. I think it's great. So I, I think introducing yourself um, – around the dive site is great. I mean, we've had people come up to us that we had no idea who they were and they're like, yeah, I want to, can I want to go diving? I don't have anyone to dive with. Can I dive with you guys? And then there's that gulp of breath, like, uh, sure. You know, like, let's do it. Like no problem. And then it's like a different day. Right. I mean, yeah. I remember that and day really well. One of those situations. Yeah. And he that. literally <laughs> ended up being the producer of this show. You know? <laughs> uh, the, the, well, that the was show. the homeless That's guy the we picked up. Yeah, that was the homeless guy with the, outside of the dive site. And then, it, you know, yeah, now we, that's how we got a job. We, we're an equal opportunity employer right now. <laughs> love you, Daniel. But, I, mean, I, I love you. Yeah, right. Um, but, I mean, I think that's one key is is being being up front and, and – you know, introducing yourself and not being, I mean, other divers for the most part that I've met, whether it be at a dive site or on a dive boat are 
in the same situation you are, and they're literally in the same boat you are. In some, <laughs> some, some cases. So no I mean, I think be friendly. Um, and and I, I think sometimes people kind of cross their arms and like, oh, I, you know, the ego gets involved. Like I'm the I'm the best one on the boat or whatever. I'm the best one on the side, or I'm not going to introduce myself to that person. Like yeah, everyone has an interesting story as to how they got there. Right. Or how they got to that side or why they like diving. So I think be friendly is one way that I've done it is just to be open and be friendly. And then I also think, you know, for me, at least setting a regular like I want to be here on Tuesday nights or I want to be here Sundays at noon. Right. I think that that makes it easy for other people and then be consistent with that. Show up, you know, don't be the one that's like. Oh, something just came up. I don't know how many times I've got that text. You know, like, hey, we're gonna go diving on, you know, Saturday at twelve. Oh, something just came up. Like, I'm immediately like, okay, that person. You know, what happens once something could have come up. Happens twice. Nope. I'm I'm not chasing that person down anymore. Right. Like, I'm, that's this person's showing me that they're they're flaky for whatever reason. Um, so be consistent if you want to build a buddy system or a team. Like, be consistent. Be the one that shows up. Don't be the one that, you know, oh, you know, something came up or whatever. Or be the one that – or don't commit to something that you can't actually commit to, right? Don't be that person that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could probably pull that off. Yeah, I'll be there. And then like, oh, didn't work out the way I thought it was going to be. Like, you know, like commit to what you can commit to actually doing. And for me, that's important to build a – uh, consistency and commitment is important. Basically, and then I think in the oh, oh, oh go ahead. Basically, just be the Mister Rogers of your diving. <laughs> well, I mean, stuff comes up for me too. Like I know I've texted my team once or twice in all the time that we've been diving together, where I just wasn't feeling it, and that's okay. Like it's like, look, I'm just, I don't know why, I'm just not ready to get in the water today, and that's okay, right? To that's a good thing. To call it, but if you're that guy all the time, no one's gonna want to dive with you. And I mean, I've I've heard I've seen those guys. Um, and then He's I think the last thing around right now, he's talking yeah, about me. yeah, yeah, exactly, about. Nick. Yeah, we're always talking about week. Daniel. No, that's no, I'm not talking about you. I mean, we, no, we you no. show up, I show up, and I think and and showing up on time. I mean, that's another little pet peeve thing. Um, I know you're like an hour early, and I'm like lucky if I get there five minutes before, but I'm still on time. I'm not going to show up in a, an hour late. Or if I'm late, I'm going to text you and be like, look, I'm 10 minutes late. I'm 15 minutes late. Here's what's going on. Um, but I think cultivating those relationships, um, consistency, commitment, those things are important. And then I also think what I've learned is, is outside of diving. Um, so, I mean, I know parts of my dive team, you know, they've had, you know, truck trouble or, you know, they've, I've had an issue where I need, you know, needed something outside of the diving. And so I think cultivating a relationship is, you know, just like anything else, it's time and, and effort and um, availability and, and all that stuff. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's how you build a dive team or how you build a buddy system is, is number one, be, that for them and then number two expect that out of somebody else you know don't oh hey you know like 
oh, you didn't show up last week, whatever. I mean, it kind of naturally takes care of itself in some ways. Like everyone else gives the other person a hard time. Um, but if someone's not like there and consistent about that, don't be afraid to say, hey, what's the deal? Or, hey, this isn't really working out. You know, like I can't count on you. No harm, no foul. You know, you don't have to like yell at the person, <laughs> call them a bad person and, you know, break up with a, you know, what is it? A Dear John letter or a Dear Susan letter. I don't remember <laughs> what those are called. You don't have to go to that extreme. But if you're expecting commitment and you're expecting someone to be on time, you're expecting, you know, that level, then don't settle when it's not there. Look elsewhere. And it's time to say goodbye. And that's okay. So for me, that's how I've approached building a team uh, and building a, a crew of people that I can go diving with. Um, biggest thing I'm looking for is um, the the consistency of showing up, right? That's 90% of the game is showing up. And number two, a willingness to get better. If those two things are, are on your plate, I want to die with you. If you don't show up or you're not consistent or you think you've got you know, your stuff figured out and you're going to show everybody else how great you are. And you don't want to hear a like, uh, stupid story, but there's a guy that was kind of trying out for the team who, um, or not even trying out for the team on that level one casual diver thing, like consistent was there, but we were doing a lot of night diving at the time. And this guy, for whatever reason, bought like four or five lights. Cool. No worries. But then he strapped them all over himself and turned all of them on like when we dove for some reason. And like, I was like, hey, man, um, what's the deal with the lights? Oh, uh, you know, I, I have them all. And like, I just like having lots of light around me. Okay. A few, a dive later or whatever, I'm like, hey, would you consider like just running with one light? Um, because when I turn around and look as a lead, I'm counting lights because I can't see everybody. I'm just counting lights to make sure the team's still there. And I count you as five. And I know we only have three divers. So like, there's a problem here. Do you mind? Like, would you mind turning them off? And he's like, no, I bought these lights. I want to use them. And I like diving with these lights. Deal with it. And I knew right there, okay, this isn't going to work out. You know, like this is like that. That's, that's not, that's not going to work. And it's not because I want you to uh, adhere to my standard. I feel like I made a reasonable ask and like you're set in a really stupid way. <laughs> We're never going to agree. And so it's just, it's better. We just don't dive together anymore. And that's what I said. Like, Hey, you know, it's been fun. Um, uh, looking forward to seeing you around the dive site. Um, you know, but um, you know, I think like I'm going to move on. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what I said, but, but, uh, but, and we have it, we haven't dove the other sense and that's okay. I see him around. I'm still friendly. Hey, high five. What's going on? Um, but I'm, I'm certainly not going to be like, Hey, do you want to go dive together? I'm just going to stop asking that question. So that's how I've approached it. I don't know if it's right or wrong. It's worked for me. Um, but those are some things that I've done to try and build a, a system of, of people that I can go dive with and, and have, uh, have fun with, uh, in the water. I concur. <laughs> you concur. Good. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up. Right. I think we've, we've said all we can say. So today we focus on the topic, like what's the deal with dive buddies? I'm sure we haven't covered it all, um, but at least we've covered some of it. Talking about our definitions of dive buddy and, and those levels that, that we kind of see things at. Um, talking about what separates a, a good one from a bad one and really how to try and be a better um, teammate or, or dive buddy. 
and then we've also talked a little bit about how we've both approached building systems um, to, to dive within that, that we can have people to, to dive with in our personal diving. So we'd love to hear your story. What do you think about dive buddies? You know, what makes a good one? What makes a bad one? Um, what have been your experiences there? So reach out to us, um, www.thedivetable.com. I can't stress enough. That's the best way to get in touch with us. Um, shoot us an email, send us a voice message, um, send us a pigeon, you know, carrier pigeon, whatever way, but go to thedivetable.com um, and connect with us there. Um, we'd also appreciate it if you subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. That way you get notified when new episodes drop. And then finally, it really helps us out if you can send this link to your dive buddies or your dive team or, you know, if you hated the show, send it to a dive buddy that you've uh, broken up with over the last couple months, whatever it might be. Uh, but that helps us out um, if you can do that. So we hope that you've enjoyed the show today. Um, Nick, any parting thoughts? Um, always just want to say just because we are in the Lone Star State doesn't mean we deserve a one-star review. So hit that five-star review for us. Hit that five-star review. Hit that Hit that subscribe and button. And leave a That's what comment. we should start saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, hey, thanks for joining us today. Um, and we look forward to having you back on the next episode of The Dive Table. The Dive Table is a production of Fish Dive Surf Incorporated and a member of the Fish Dive Surf Podcast Network. You can find out more at www.fishdivesurf.com.